searched for months and nothing turned up. Yeah, I find this tough because there's, there's a lot of angles you can look at this from. There was only one suspect ever considered. Something horrible happened. You know, somebody knows something and they're just, they're not talking, they're not talking. It's just, it's just too easy, I mean. Like I said, there, there is a very slim, slim, slim possibility that he could be fake and I guess we can't really 100% rule that out. Yeah, there's just this big hole right in the middle of the case that's just there and, and, and nobody's saying anything. It's crazy. It's time for cross-examination. I am your lovely host, Matt. Are you Matt from Cold Case Chase? I am. Oh. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Shane. Uh, I, I hope everyone... Are you, wait, 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 wait. Are, are, you, are you Shane from, from Case Closed? Yes. <gasps> can, you, can you sign, like, anything for me, please? Um, I only sign body parts. That's my rule. Um, all right. Uh... Audience, look away. Uh, <laughs> I have some things to do. Uh, but welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome to Cross Examination. Silly intro apart. <laughs> thank you all for joining us here in our eighth episode. Ooh, number ooh. eight. Lucky number. Yeah. We'll be talking about Jill Dando today, a British TV superstar who passed away too soon. Oh, yeah. But before we talk about her, let's get on to our favorite subjects, me and Shane and uh, mm-hmm. our, our uh, multimedia deal that we have with uh, Raving Lunatic. We have yes. a few housekeeping stuff uh, that we need to talk about. Yes. First order of business. Auditions are slowly coming to an end for A Case of the Chills. So if you're interested in this, uh, get your auditions in because we're accepting auditions until the 26th of June. Yes, uh, 26th of June, 2021, by the way. Yes, uh, just in so case. So if you are listening to this in like 2042, uh, sorry, you're a bit too late. Um, if uh, we keep these up that long, I hope we do. <laughs> um, our second order of business. Uh, remember like, what was it, like a month ago now? We had that yeah. one joke in the Zodiac Task Force or the Zodiac, uh, I just ruined the surprise, gosh dang it, in uh, the Zodiac one hours, but Zodiac Task Force is a thing, okay, spoiler that's what the, that's, spoiler alert, <laughs> spoiler alert, um, that's the, uh, that's, that's what's happening, uh, Zodiac Task Force is a, um, is a thing, uh, we're looking for voice actors interested in playing characters in this, like, 80s cartoon style audio drama, uh, check it out. Voices uh, are gonna or characters are gonna be in the voices we need section of the Raving Lunatic Discord. Man, we're just batting a thousand right now. Huh? There we go. There we go. Yeah, it started out as like a like a like a band joke, but you know now it's a cartoon, uh, you know style thing. And uh, you know maybe maybe we'll bring the band in sometime and do like a like a rock opera <laughs> episode or something. That'd be cool. 
could you imagine like <laughs> the only way you could defeat uh the the enemy is through sheer metal rocking <laughs> sheer metal butt rock oh good stuff oh yeah um but let's uh get all that housekeeping stuff out of the way we are no longer maids we are now podcasters um, boom yes so if you haven't checked out the episode the jumping of jill dando go check it out what are you doing just yeah go check it out amazing episode we have real british people in this episode everyone real british people they're not fake i promise uh, that's impressive and- well, yeah, we'll talk about them a little bit later in the actor spotlight. But let's go ahead and get into the case recap. Case recap. In 1999, Jill Dando would return to her home in Fulham. As she would walk up to the steps to her home, she would be jumped and pushed to the ground. She was then shot and killed on her front steps. She would only lay there for less than an hour when a neighbor, Helen Doble, would call for the 999. Uh, to report the journalist and TV personality as dead. This case is special because someone did actually get convicted and thrown behind bars uh, for a little bit, uh, but was found that he could not have committed the crime. That person is, of course, uh, Barry George. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one, and that kind of leads right into what I find most creepy about this case, and that is the lack of effort by the police. Yes. I'll delve into it a little bit l- deeper later on, but in this case, like the police found Barry George, who they even described in their own words as a simple person, and just drove it home. They were not listening to leads. They were not looking at evidence. It was just a high-profile case that was dragging on for way longer than they wanted to. They found this man who had a tiny bit of residue of gunpowder in his pocket, and they said, all right, we got our man, and they wanted out of the limelight, so they just they drove it home as, 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 as fast and hard as they could. Yeah, I and what's even funnier is that they're not even sure if it was gunpowder. Like It could have been yeah. residue from like a firework. It could have been any number of things. Right. And just to kind of talk about Barry George a little bit before I get into my stuff. This man's a little weird. Yeah. Uh, no, just a yeah, little bit absolutely. weird. <laughs> absolutely. Um, huge gun enthusiast. Huge Jill Dando enthusiast, I guess you could say. Stopped mm-hmm. Jill Dando basically for a while. Worked at the same place. Like... I can't 100% blame the police because stuff did add up a little bit, but if you looked at it more than for more than the surface level stuff, I'm sure that you could see, okay, I don't think this guy could have done it because of the way his mental state is uh yeah. and, and where he yeah, lands. Yeah, that was on the spectrum. that was his um yeah. That was his lawyer's grace, defense basically. too was that he was just not smart enough to do it. Yeah. Um, but he was a bit of a strange man. I mean, I remember in the episode we, uh, or I don't say we, uh, I said that, um, he would impersonate Michael or not Michael Jackson. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Freddie Mercury. He would impersonate Freddie Mercury. Um, My laptop's dying. Oh no. <laughs> Give me do we one need second. to do it? Yes. Go charge a shade. This, I'll this won't back. be in the episode. No way. Um, Matt, insert fu- insert funny thing here, please. <laughs> Matt, insert the funny thing already. <laughs> 
Despite these technical difficulties, make sure to give this podcast a five-star review, as well as make sure you tell all your friends about this podcast. Now let's get back to that regularly scheduled programming. Okay, now we're back. Uh, yes. So, hey, everyone. Um, Shane, Sorry about that. Uh, Shane had a few things to attend to, like uh, his laptop died. <laughs> yeah, it was like, hey, here's a message. You've got 20%. 50 minutes i was like okay that's plenty and then it was like by the way i'm shutting down soon and i was oh, like yeah. okay whatever and then it's like five percent okay well i better <laughs> deal with that and that's why you need to update too and here's where you can insert an ad like if you want to pay us to say whatever computer brand we will do that if you also give us free computers too we'll take that too yeah um, <laughs> i might that would be pretty sweet Oh yeah, free computers. Um, hey, uh, any computer company, hit us up. We'll 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 advertise you. I the product's good at this point. I just I just want free stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're advertising kidding. you right now. Like you, we don't even have you, and we're still advertising you. Yeah, insert computer brand here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the future. They don't, yes, the future is now. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Barry George. Barry George mm-hmm. is weird. Um, impersonated freddie uh mercury um he had a giant pile of magazines uh that had jill dando on them uh he had a whole bunch of guns hoarded in his house he was an interesting dude and i think that it should be mentioned he is suspicious but he is not the one who killed jill dando i am very certain about that yeah it's i i tend to agree everything that i've read like shows that he was just he was even trying to help the police in giving them a description of a car that was kind of you know skulking in the area and they just weren't listening to him at all and so it was just like they basically found a scapegoat and was like all right we got our man yeah um also i think this is like what the fourth episode that we've talked about incompetent police now (laughs) yeah um it's not fun <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like the meme you posted about like the police talking about it being a really smart intelligent suspect and then being like uh well oh yeah it took, <laughs> it took the, them f- uh, a full year before they investigated it yeah uh it's in the the general the general chat for all of you people who are on the discord uh i'm going to not describe memes because last time it tried to happen it did not end well for me <laughs> um Yes, I just learned but, that I'm also bad at it, so I won't do that yeah, in the I future. Never... <laughs> sorry, sorry for everyone who just had to deal with me trying to explain that. We sound like old men, like, oh, back in my day, memes were just funny pictures. Yeah, <laughs> it was a dog doing a smiley face. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, to go forward, I think what I find creepy about this case is that, um, and and this this is kind of a joke, but not really. At the same time, is is Jill Dando is essentially doing what Shane and I are doing right now, but on a way more professional scale. Uh, obviously, she had like national TV camera crews, BBC yeah. backing. Um, she was likely taken out by someone that didn't like that she solved one of their cases on Crime Watch. Um, that scares me because obviously something similar could happen to one of us one day, maybe. I mean, it's not very likely because, I mean, who's going to come after us? The Zodiac yeah. Killer, yeah. Ted Cruz, please don't come after us. Um, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's possible. And I just kind of want to go on the record. Like, if I am killed in a mysterious way, yes, I don't care if it's Shane. 
I don't care if it's one of the Malady men. I don't care if whoever it is. <laughs> there must be a cold case chase made about it if I die. If I die yes. in a mysterious way, I, I have to be taken and made into a cold case chase. How else are you going to monetize my death in, a, in any way? Yeah. <laughs> Got to pay for that funeral somehow, unless, everyone. Unless we figure out who do it and who did it, and then I'll do a case closed. I mean... <laughs> No, no, no. What we'll do is we'll make two episodes. So before it gets solved, we'll make a cold case chase. And then after it gets solved, we'll make a case close. Boom. Double the money. Double the profit. <laughs> Unless it's something fishy. And then maybe it will be the first episode of a case of the chills. <gasps> yes. Wrap it back. Boom. There we go. Case of the chills. Get your auditions in. <laughs> Man, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's in the air. Maybe it's because we're recording on a Thursday, but we are we are losing it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little funky, man. Yeah. Um but um let's go ahead and let's uh end off what we find creepy. And I think it's time for the cross examination. It's time for the cross examination. All right, everyone. What in the world was that noise? <laughs> it, I don't know. It may have been a burp. It may have been a demon. What business it's, is it's, of yours? It sounded like a demon, and I'm going to edit it so it sounded like a demon. And then we can do an ad for Case of the Chills. Everybody listen to an ad right now for Case of the Chills. Have you ever felt like something was watching you? Just out of the corner of the room, the one that you cannot see. You're not alone. Ghosts, aliens, demons, hauntings, whatever you can think of. They might be real. And on Case of the Chills, you can find out if they are. Listen to Case of the Chills. Coming soon to a podcast near you. great ad that was yes ad <laughs> ad man we're getting so many ads in this episode nobody is even gonna want to listen to the actual episode <laughs> <laughs> for those of you still with us uh here's our first question from the woman who played jill dando herself night vision uk uh she came up with an alternate theory that i wanted to talk about here it's uh Jill Dando's fiance at the time was Alan Farthing. I didn't get to talk about him a lot in the episode, but uh, I, I thought that this was a good place to put it. Uh, Alan Farthing was a respected obstetrician, which me and Shane figured out what that was recently. Mm -hmm. uh, he, is also an, uh, he is also an obstetrician to the royal family. Uh, I always wondered why no one looked into the theory that it might have been someone with a grudge against him and Jill was targeted as a result. Uh, he certainly had some high-up connections, and they were due to uh, getting married, so it would be a real blow. Yeah, that's a really interesting thought, and I can definitely see how some sort of like botched procedure or unexpected bill to somebody who's not the royal family could lead to some bad blood. Or like Night Vision pointed out, like he had possibly like some of the highest connections and maybe he crossed somebody either like ethically or just i i don't know it it, it kind of blows a whole new theory open and i think it's a definite possibility what do you think yeah i think it, i think it could work 
Um, Alan Farthing um, probably billed somebody's grandmother a few pence, and everybody was like, whoa, bro. Um, was he six pence none the richer? Yeah, he was six pence, six pence none the richer! Um, and I think, I think it, I think it is a possible theory that could work. And I think, I think we'll get to a point later where we're just going to have to keep saying it's a possible theory. It might work. It's a possible theory, <laughs> yeah. It might work with, especially with this case, cause there's so little evidence to go on. It's so crazy. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. Um, but I do, I did like the theory. I didn't end up putting it in the episode. Uh, and I, I had seen some stuff going around about the, th- uh, about Alan Farthing, mostly that Alan Farthing killed Jill Dando. Um, yeah. but I digress. Uh, he's right. a shady dude. I think people should look into him. Right. Um, our next, it's a comment from live long with force. Uh, they say, I think with how clean and quick the shot killed her, this had to have been a professional. I'm sure she made some enemies while reporting for Crime Watch. So my guess is a local criminal did it or hired someone to do it. Yeah. Um, I agree with this. I think I think it's very possible. Um, however, something I didn't really think about. Um something yeah, something I didn't really think about for this case was like how professional it yet unprofessional it was like killed right in front of her house but you muffle the shot like trying not to draw attention with the shot but doing it right in front of her house which is right next to a road like mm-hmm. and, and and a fairly frequently traveled road um unfortunately at this point in the day nobody's traveling it in it but i feel like somebody would know that it's going to be traveled eventually and you're hiding in a fairly obvious spot like i don't mean to give these serial killers or killers ideas but if you had just like waited until she had gotten inside (laughs) the house like she probably wouldn't have been found until much later i like this is not me admitting to being a serial killer okay i'm not the zodiac i am not ted cruz (laughs) this is just me saying if you had waited like jill dando would have not gotten found for a while and you probably could have gotten like even more away with it i guess it's a good point but maybe they wanted her to be found soon and oh, that is true you know if you go in the house you have more uh, a higher chance to leave fingerprints or or uh, some sort of other dna about but maybe it was so professional that it was unprofessional in a professional way think about that well now that i've been <laughs> thoroughly confused <laughs> Um, yes, now that I have been stopped in my tracks by Shane, let's go ahead. Let's get on to our next question. Um, this one comes to us by way of more rendition, uh, says that although unlikely, how possible would it be that this was just a mugging, uh, with how high status Dando was, maybe people just wanted to make a much bigger deal out of it than it was. Also, PS, this is my favorite intro for the entire first season. Thank you very much. I worked very hard on it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great intro. I liked um, it. I, I got a lot yeah. of compliments on this one for some reason. Yeah, like, I remember you sending it to me. Uh, and it, it was good. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's great. And as far as the question, I think that this is actually a really strong possibility. It wasn't like she was at her house every Monday at 11 a.m. She had hardly been there. She was selling it, so it would have been difficult for someone to predict that she would be there at that time. 
I just think that because it was such a high profile killing, people have been searching super hard for a reason for this happening, and it could have just been a freak coincidence. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, dude, I figured it out. Oh? I, f- I, I cracked the Dando case wide open, everyone. This is not my not final, fi- my not final verdict, but... Okay, hear me out on this one. All right. <laughs> what, if, what if it was the person trying to buy Dando's house? They, they just wanted to get, get it for a much cheaper price because, I mean, as soon as somebody dies in the house, <laughs> that, that price has to go down. Like, I mean, Shane, you as a homeowner now can probably speak to the same. I mean, if your house is haunted, the price is probably going to go down a bit. Why do you think I got my house so cheap? Oh, dirt cheap. I, dude, I'm paying five bucks for this house. Do you know how many demons live inside of here? I hope there's a ghost in my house. If there is, we are making a docu-series. I promise you that. And it, it, will, be, it will be amazing. I love it. The ghost of the E. coli that lives in your well. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, obviously that's a joke. But um, I, feel, I feel like maybe. Who knows? It's, it's just crazy at this point what you can come up with for this case. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I do, uh, I do agree that that with Morgan, with you, it's just, I feel like, yeah, it could have been just a random mugging. Just, yep. hey, somebody sees Jill Danda. Oh, she's not under lock and key guarding. Let me go freaking mug her. I could probably get a few hundred bucks off of her. I don't think right. anything was missing off of her, though. I right. think that's the only hole you could pluck in that theory. Yeah, that's true. She still had her wedding ring on her finger. That was the, I can't remember the lady's name who found her, but. It was like the uh, most terrible. Yeah, it was like she said that was like the most horrifying part was seeing that beautiful ring on that purple hand. Yeah. Uh, uh, our last question. Yeah. So our last question comes from Jade Baby L. Asks, do you think that based on the neighbor's testimony of Jill's scream, sounding like it was someone she knew, could it have been someone she knew that killed her? I think that's possible. <laughs> I. Th- I and, and, and here's where this here's where I, I bring this back up. Honestly, anything at this point is is possibility. Any theory. I think this kind of stems back from the Malaysia flight episode two. anything at this point could have at least a little bit of the truth in it. Mm-hmm. Like unless somebody comes forth with a def- like with definitive proof that they killed her, then I'm not really sure who it really could be. I mean, there's possibilities that it could be a mob hit. Yeah, maybe I could see it. Like a former friend. Yeah, I could see it. Uh her husband, yeah. Uh even even the the BS theory that I just threw about threw out about uh <laughs> somebody who was buying the house. Yeah, I can see it. Aliens? Eh, nah, maybe. <laughs> but I think I think you can kind of get where I'm where I'm going with that. It's at this point we don't really know. Um with with everything that's that's happened around this case and the lack of evidence. And I think just going through the ringer with Barry George for so long, maybe sullied some of that evidence and whatever happened to it. Yeah. I couldn't really have said it better myself. Um, anything in this case is possible. All the theories that I've read have their own merit. They all make sense when you go down that path. And it's just really hard to say what actually happened because there's just so many possibilities. I mean, like, it's just weird. It's just a really weird case because it happened in broad daylight and right in front of her house. And 
just that was it and there was never really any breaks in the case yeah um and 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 that's the weird that's the weirdest thing i know like some people say that like um there's there's like evidence of of this person there's evidence of this person and then you have the other people who are like poking the holes in that theory Mm -hmm. and i think there's holes in every theory and i think that we're just kind of waiting for that one like we're just waiting for that one piece of evidence that plugs in the most holes as possible right um and i mean even if this was a mob hit we're probably never going to get something right aliens we're definitely never going to get something um I do have a question though, uh, just because we were talking about Helen Double in the in the previous question. If you saw a dead body, would you report it? Yeah. Just like you, you'll probably become a suspect, obviously, because you found the body. Would you report a dead body? If I didn't kill the person, yes. Okay, you're suspect. You're in jail. <laughs> Jane <laughs> Carey has killed someone. <laughs> um, I don't so, know yeah. if I would. By that logic, I, I've never actually. Yeah. Reported yeah. a dead body. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would, because I'd be too afraid that I'd be like an immediate suspect and I'd just be like way too nervous in front of the police. Yeah. And like I'd become what Barry George was. I'd just get thrown in jail and I'd be like, but I didn't do it. See, I'd be the opposite. I would have this paranoia constantly that like someone would somehow be like, oh, yeah, I saw that guy over by that body. And then they'd be like, oh, why didn't you say anything? And then I'll, then I would go to jail as a suspect. And then I'd be like, because I talk crap about police. <laughs> it's because I talk crap about incompetent police on my podcast yeah. all the time. They're going to throw me in jail no matter what. <laughs> Especially if I'm in L.A. If I'm ever in L.A., I'm probably going to get arrested at this point. <laughs> Just because, I, yeah, we heard you. Yeah. You want to say that to our face? Come on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> um, say it to your face but, in cursive. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some people who uh, brought this this entire case to life, uh, and that's obviously the actors. So let's go ahead and get into the actor spotlight. Uh, this time we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven amazing actors who brought this to life, uh, and that includes uh, our lovely person who played Jill Dando, very amazingly, uh, Night Vision UK, uh, very amazing voice actor. Very good. Um, She's actually the one who suggested this case. I had so I had slated this case for season two, actually. But when she showed interest, I was like, you know, I'll I'll slide it up to season one. Why not? Yeah. Uh, quick. That that's a quick fun fact. Woo! Look at that. If you guys there want fun go. facts, t- tell us in the Discord. Um, the uh, neighbor who um uh couldn't see. Jill Dando's death, but heard the scream. That was played by Hayden Mins. Uh, you might recognize him from the Zodiac, actually, who he read an American uh, character in that one. That's right. Uh, yeah. Helen Doble was played by Donna Joyce, who is actually American, but pulled off that Helen Doble voice so well. I don't know if um, I don't know if you've heard the actual nine 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 call. Uh, she is almost basically dead on with it. It is crazy how close, yeah. Uh, Barry George is played by our former Jack the Ripper in Halton. Very, very good job. I only gave him like, I think I only gave Barry George like two lines in the entire thing, but he nailed both of them really well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, The Serbian male at the end of the episode was played by Brad L. And the the 999 operator was played by Austin J. Tse. And 
once again i hope i'm saying that right (laughs) um but round of applause for all these guys awesome job uh uh, couldn't have done it without you thank you if any of you guys any uh if any uh big studios are looking to hire voice actors take a look at these guys i also hope these guys audition for zodiac task force yeah absolutely i really hope i really hope these guys do because they're very talented all, all of them um but with the actor spotlight out of the way, I think it's time for something, Shane. I I, I don't know. Am I forgetting what it's called? Hmm. It's um, is it is it the um, it's not final verdict. It's time for the not final <laughs> verdict. Whap, <laughs> whap. All right, I guess I will go first for not final verdict. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. so the culprit for the killing of Jill Dando with shadow people (gasps) for those of you who are unfamiliar shadow people are supernatural beings who are believed to be denizens of hell they can hypnotize you into a state of sleep paralysis and you become subjected to their will (laughs) they can certainly influence people into suicide or murder so barry george was hypnotized into killing jill dando by shadow people and he has no memory of doing it you guys, we solved the case. We did it. We yes. It wide open. Yes. I know last week was called uh, uh, Black Dahlia. We know who did it. I think this one's going to be called Jill Dando. We know who did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one because there was like no crazy theories. They all made sense. Yeah. And that's that. That goes back to my earlier point. A lot of these yeah. theories do have like a little bit of salt, uh, a little bit of salt to them. Yeah. And so uh, it's like, all right, let's just uh, shadow people. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I made mine up, uh, personally. So, um, gosh, this is going to be so terrible because we already talked about this guy. So, uh, the craziest theory I could kind of come up with in my head was that it was the neighbor, uh, the one who heard Jill Dando scream. Uh, so, so I'm just going to kind of ask you a question, Shane. Okay. If you heard your neighbor scream, even if it was like a like you thought it might have been a happy scream, would you like look out the window to kind of try to see, or maybe even like go to investigate to make sure that your neighbor was okay? No, I stopped doing that a long time ago because all of my neighbor's kids are screaming all the time, and so I'm just like, well, if it's something wrong, they shouldn't have been screaming the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I know when I I scream for anything, like for the podcast, for just like I was watching something scary even though I don't really, like, scream anymore. I'll, like, jump. But, like, if I, if I screamed at anything, I would, I would get a little <laughs> on my door. Hey, neighbor, you okay? Howdy-ho, yeah, neighbor. Howdy-ho, neighbor. <laughs> um, I, I, I get those all the time, where, like, I'll yell at the top of my lungs for something, and then, I mean, like, even this past week, I was recording stuff for some top-secret stuff that's going to come out for Cold Case Chase. Ooh. And, yeah. It's coming out pretty soon too. Way to just tease us all. Yeah, way to way to just leave that door wide open. (laughs) Um, so I was recording some stuff for that, and I had to scream. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a knock from my neighbors. So what I ended up doing was I I did three takes of the scream. I screamed three times, and I just walked over to my door, and I just sat in the chair that's right next to the door to wait for that knock. And I was like, okay, when is it coming? Not even five seconds later, I heard. 
open my door it's my neighbor he's like hey man are you okay and i'm like yeah dude i'm fine i'm recording right now he's like, oh, okay i got you i got you <laughs> i i don't know like the neighbor just kind of seems a little suspicious like if yeah. you if you hear a scream and you don't investigate at least a little bit like i know he like looked out the window and saw it like and what but was blocked by a tree you got other windows buddy like i'm sure you could have gone to like your downstairs window and looked and saw jill dando dead on the ground yeah <sighs> and maybe even seen something else i mean and and his description of of the guy who was running yeah i saw a guy in a black overcoat uh running away okay <laughs> yep yeah that's it was not, that's a person very generic yeah it, it, <laughs> He had like two feet, I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Th- that's like that's the craziest stuff. I think the neighbor did it. Now I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> it was not final, but, but now it is being final. Convinced. I think it's time to go ahead. Yeah, now it's time for the final verdict. Final verdict. Final verdict. All right, Shane. So the question is, who do you think killed Jill Dando? My final verdict is a little lackluster, and it kind of alludes to what I was talking about earlier, and that it's none of these theories. But a theory that Jill Dando's brother came out and told the media 20 years after her death, and that is that this was just a random freak accident. This was a troubled individual who happened across Jill Dando and killed her. It would have been nearly impossible to know she was going to be there at her home because she was almost never there. And I think a lot of times, like, we as people look for reasons and reasons for things. And sometimes we almost, like, end up playing them like movies in our mind. And we just look for something that's not really there. And it's almost like we're looking for closure that should be there, like we would see on TV. But sometimes bad things just happen. Yeah. And we'll get a lot of that in, like, the Kennedy episode that's Mm -hmm. coming up. Uh, with a, a special guest, by the way, um, we'll get a, we'll we'll get a lot of that because I know like after Kennedy was assassinated, a lot of people like keep driving up the theories and driving up the theories. Mm-hmm. And they get crazier and crazier and crazier the more you go on, because you want to look for some closure that hey, this high profile person needs a high profile death. They can't die like yep. the rest of us. Yep. Uh, they're they're too famous for that. Like famous people can can get mugged. people can get shot (laughs) just like the rest of us unfortunately a bullet through their head will go the same as it would through ours wasn't it like Uh, a card yeah kardashian getting mugged for like millions of dollars in jewelry in france or something oh yeah i forgot about that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah i mean jill dando did a lot of good for this world uh though absolutely i mean even after death, she found uh, she was the inspiration for funding a, a school of criminology in yeah. the UK. Uh, and I think that's all that's all you can let her legacy be at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did watch a few episodes of Crime Watch, though. Nice. Very, very good show. Very, very nice. good show, especially with Dando. Dando was, was a was a great personality to have on there. Yeah, um, and it's weird to think because she was still on the rise. And so what, what would it have been like if she had not been shot? Would she still be like just this huge boon across across the world of crime? Oh, yeah. She she had so much going for her. She had like three different shows mm-hmm. at that point. She had she she had magazine covers. She had everything. She was such a 
such a young starlet that was taken from us right uh, especially in this line of work too where yeah we don't get a lot of people who want to go into into criminology and 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 talking about uh criminals and the dark side of of what we call this earth mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah uh but before i forget to actually do it yes uh, my final verdict is that we're just never gonna know at this point who killed Jill Dando. Um, I, I I I do agree with you, Shane, that I don't think that I don't think that any one of these theories is completely correct. I think that there's holes in all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that um, if I really did have to lean towards one of the theories presented today i think i would lean towards somebody trying to get revenge from crime watch right uh but obviously yeah. there's no definitive evidence or proof that any of that is true um it's just basic intuition um and also i recently put up a poll on our discord because we're going to start doing this now yeah i like uh, that that was pretty sweet so according to our discord people uh genuine a general consensus is that people think that a professional killer killed jill dando Uh, put up the poll for the three theories that were presented in the episode barry george the serbian regime or it being a professional killer and a lot of people thought it was a professional killer that killed jill dando yeah um also we didn't talk about the serbian regime at all this podcast huh no but i I, I I, I, yeah i think that uh i think that we both feel that it's a, a long shot for that one yeah the only, the only thing i did see is that the serbian mafia had killed a, another um media personnel who was doing a report on them in the yeah. exact same way that you know in the same in the left temple like jill dando had been shot and it was 15 days before she had been shot that was like the most interesting evidence i found for the serbian mafia but um again it was it it just feels like a movie and like i I don't know it's it's tough to say yeah could you imagine like obviously that could be made into a movie of all of itself and Mm -hmm. that's crazy Mm -hmm. and then you've got a person who Ah. says he knows who the hitman was but can't say because then he'll die which just to me seems like a cry for fame yeah give me attention please Mm -hmm. i know who did it but i'm not gonna tell you those people and uh and and that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big one with uh, the first episode of season two for Cold Case Chase. A lot of people uh, confessing to a crime that they didn't commit. Oh. But with us uh, with mini spoilers out of the way, why don't we go ahead and why don't we end this one off, Shane? This crazy yes. train. We're just gonna yes. crash it into the station. Let's go ahead. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our shenanigans on another episode of Cross Examination. Next next time we'll be covering Brian Wells' collar bombing plot. If you want to have your question read in, the, in that episode, get it posted to the cross-examination section on the Discord, silly. Oh, yeah. You silly billies. <laughs> but speaking of Discord and speaking of silly billies, uh, you can find that in the description. Uh, on the Discord, we have additions to be characters in Cold Case Chase as well as Case Closed. And uh, you get to be part of the community of chasers that love talking unsolved cases. Plus... You should also check out the other podcasts on the Raven Lunatic Media platform like Sci-Fi Malady, Scott's Rants, and America Asunder. Go check them out. Amazing podcasts. Why wouldn't you? I listen to Sci-Fi Malady and Scott's Rants all the time. And America Asunder, whenever the next one comes out in 2049, I'll listen to that one too. 
Uh, also, <laughs> if you'd like to become a member and support this podcast and support Raven Lunatic, prices are in the description as well. Nothing is mandatory, but everything is appreciated. Uh, Absolutely. I think that about covers it. Um, and I can't get the song Crazy Train stuck out of my head. Um, <laughs> so let's uh, end this Crazy Train. Remember to leave your st- five-star review, and we will see you next time on... Cross-examination. Cross-examination. Woohoo! <laughs>